Scott? Oh, that, uh, that's me. The doctor will see you now. Oh boy, here we go. You all painted up for a crackhead, huh? <laughs> Halloween ain't till manana. Just another Halloween. We're just another movie night, and today we are talking trash. I'm Scott. And I'm Joe. And seriously, this is therapy for me. It is therapy for you. This is a long story. We're going to dive back into it because they say you should face your fears. <laughs> and I've had a long, interesting battle with Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and here we are, ready to talk about it. And to face my fear. <laughs> Do you want to tell our listeners why? Or? We're going we're gonna to dive into it. We're going to dive okay. deep into it because we're going to talk not only Hocus Pocus, but Hocus Pocus 2. Yes. Because this is the ultimate conversation. Okay, yeah. This is a... All right, doctor. Okay. Well, How do we start this? Well, first... Um... Help me get my therapy going. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're my doctor right now. I... I think that I'm on the couch. watching it again after... Well, we're going to talk... Should we... Well, seriously, I want you to be my doctor. We're going to talk about why this has been such a phobia. Okay, well, I want you to go on ahead and tell everyone why this is your long, long life All right, many, many, problem. many years ago, uh, this movie came out in the theater, which shocks me. This was a theater movie. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus, one we're talking about. Yeah. 93, I, be, I believe it came out. Yeah, 93. I would say 95 or 94, maybe 94. I was in the hospital as a young man. I already can hear like some music playing in the back to this. Anyways, I was in the hospital. Um, I, through my entire childhood, I, I was suffering from asthma and chronic bronchitis, and I was always sick. So I missed a lot of school, and I missed out on a lot of crazy things that normal kids get to do. I was basically the boy in the bubble. I, I slept on plastic sheets because they told me I was allergic to dust and dust mites. Uh, they told me I was allergic to literally everything. So I was sick, and for this particular time, I was stuck in the hospital for a week. Now, when you're, I think I was 16, 17 years old, 16, it had to be 16. And I'm, when you're sitting there in a hospital bed for a week and you have nothing to do and you're bored out of your mind. And this is, I didn't have like a Game Boy. I didn't have any of that stuff. I just had to sit there and watch TV. And you know, I'm hooked to the IVs. I got the breathing thing. You know, I got the little thing in my nose. Flipping through the channels. And I'm not even kidding you. 
all there was was news and hocus pocus. Now, I was stuck in this bed watching hocus pocus what literally seemed and I could be this could be blown out of proportion but it was all I had so I watched Hocus Pocus on what seemed like repeat over and over for seven days like on a loop on a loop (laughs) oh god and this movie it it probably made me spiral down and made me stay in the, the hospital even longer because I think it made me depressed I don't know what it was about it, but it just made everything worse. And what's really bad is we talked about this during we were just we just rewatched it for the first time. I have not seen it since this hospital visit, and it's got to be over twenty three years. Twenty no longer. I mean, it's well, it's been longer than us yeah, since we you and me have been, been married together. and together. Yeah. So it's been a long, long time. <laughs> So I went through so many emotions strapped to this bed watching this thing. On one hand, I'm finding a creepy attraction to Sarah Jessica Parker and battling my bizarre childhood going through the motions of watching Sarah Jessica Parker push her boobs up and finding her attractive while also finding her obnoxious. But also having to watch Bette Midler be so creepy. It just, her face, it just terrified me. And so watching it over and over and over and over, I just, I was going through a nightmare of every emotion at once. Uh, being sick, being miserable, being depressed, having all this. I never wanted to see these three people ever again. How come the nurses didn't just turn off the TV? <laughs> well, what was there to do? Stare at the window? Like, I, I had mean, some toys, but nothing. There was no iPad. There was nothing like that. There was just the TV. And I couldn't find anything. And I, I'm, I'm wondering now, I'm flashing back to it going, was I in some kind of hellscape? <laughs> because what was going on in this TV? It was like constant news. And that depressed me. And and when you're like that age, you don't give a crap like about politics. You don't want to hear 15. about it. Yeah, you were you were just like I think I was maybe sixteen years old. I had to be sixteen. Okay. All right. Um I know, this is so odd. Because it couldn't have been ninety three, because it was just in the movie theater. So it had to be the next year. So it had to be ninety four. Um and it was such a nightmare experience, and I just came thinking it had to be some kind of hellscape because what was this TV program to? What channel was this on? Why was it on a repeat? And I'll keep thinking is I know back in the day when when we were that age, HBO and channels like HBO, if you had it, and it was like only like people were like, oh, you have HBO, you're rich. You know, that was like a weird thing about HBO. People didn't have it. You know, like a lot of people didn't have it. I didn't have it, I don't think. Exactly. Like, kids had it, but it was rare. But when you did have it at that age, they played the movies at the time on repeat. Yeah. There's probably, you probably have the same experience as me. There's certain movies that 
you only remember so much because they were always on TV. Well, yeah, like Teen Witch. Teen Witch, yeah. So, like, I love Teen Witch. I think it's a, I mean, it's a colossal piece of crap. I know that. I know it's a a colossal piece of crap, but, We'll get into that because what you're talking about right now is very important to the conversation later on. Okay. What I think, anyways. Um, Yeah, but movies like Teen Witch is perfect. Um, Also, Transylvania 6 by 1000 um the boy who could fly oh i love the boy who could fly. um there's so many on this level that oh just one of the guys yeah just watched it over and over but none of i wish i wish i had those movies in the in the hospital yeah because at least there's something about them that i could gravitate toward Mm -hmm. instead all i'm gravitating toward besides the nightmare fuel that is um their faces their faces (laughs) is gravitating towards Sarah Jessica Parker. And so that's all I had was like, is she attractive? Yeah, she Do, was am over... Am I attractive she, to her? Over, like, no, over-sexualized and, is really what they did to her. It was weird, too, for a 1990s movie. And it's a kid's movie. It's insane. It's a kid's movie. And, you know, they mention, like, virgins and... And, you know, her boobs are all pushed out. And they mention, you know, her former lover, which is... Billy yeah. and it's like not there's just she, like you know mature mature tones there. yeah if she's on screen she's bending over pushing them up she they're oh, shooting yeah. it in a way where you're looking at them and when you're an age that women are now starting to be attract like you're starting to notice it more and more and more holy crap And I also grew up in a house where I learned about all the old comedians. And I really gravitated toward old comedy and stuff like that. So I watched all of that stuff. Um, But, like, Steve Martin was so important to me, like, when I was growing up. And he had, at the time, had L.A. Story, which Sarah Jessica Parker plays his younger love interest in it. I remember going, okay... Like, is she, like, am I really attracted to this woman? Like, I can't tell, you know? And Hocus Pocus made it even worse. So, okay, here we are now. So we're going back. Uh, That's pretty much the setup there. And and here's the funniest fact about this hospital visit. It was so bad that when I got out, I got the chicken pox. Oh, my God. So I was not only in a week in the hospital, I was stuck at home for another week. Oh, God. Yeah, and what was great about that is I think I had Nintendo at home. Well, at least you had stuff made, at home, yeah. made it so much better at home. But I, I, it was a crazy experience. So, yes, this stuck in my brain in all these weird emotions, and I just did, never wanted to look at it again. Okay, so as you're... It became more of a joke. <laughs> it became more of a joke between everybody I know. Oh, Hocus Pocus. I am not watching Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I got it. So yeah. as your fake doctor... 
now that we've revisited Hocus Pocus and we've seen Hocus Pocus 2, do you, as a human, feel release or <laughs> do release. you feel like you've freed the demons? Do you, know, you feel um, like, you know, you can face this horror again? I will say that this, it is not the trauma, like the trauma isn't that real where I can never, like I can't even talk about it or deal with it. I'm, whatever. It's there. I've seen it again. I can look at them, but my God, I can see why trapped at the bed, strapped down, staring at Bette Midler's creepy face might have traumatized me like a little bit, but it's not serious. It's like when you have a real fear, this isn't on that level. I can I can get over. No, this is just a silly phobia you yeah. have because you just are so over it. You, if you're it was... gonna if you're gonna give me a can of tuna, and you're gonna tuna fish, and you're gonna mm-hmm. pop it open in front of my face, or you're gonna give me, you have to watch Hocus Pocus. I'm watching Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah. But like honestly, I feel like uh, revisiting this is kind of just like washing away, you know, all the <laughs> trauma. I just feel like it's like Malcolm McDowell in Clockwork Orange, right? Yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, like your eyeballs are being held open, and you, you're watching this on a loop, and it's just driving you mad. I just don't understand about feeling sick the way I did. I never used to feel sick before. I used to feel like the very opposite. I mean, doing it or watching it, I used to feel real on a show. You felt ill this afternoon because you're getting better. You see, when we're healthy, we respond to the presence of the hateful with fear and nausea. You're becoming healthy, that's all. By this time tomorrow, you'll be healthier still. Yeah. And that's exactly what any movie would do if you had to watch it on a loop. I mean, but yes, I I will say this, that Hocus Pocus, the original is so... It's just blown way out of proportion. It is so overrated. So... Hey! Hey, you guys! Don't listen to her! Hey, up here! Don't listen to her! I I really blocked a lot out of this, except for a couple things. I remember they sang. One day, maybe real soon, I'm gonna meet ya. I'm gonna meet ya. I'll meet ya! Ah, say, into I, alpha, maybe up and die. In, comma, Koreyama, hey! Hey, hi! Come on, baby, up and die! I remember uh, a CGI cat. I remember the actress from Ladybugs being in this. And I also remembered what I already talked about with the three witches. And I, that's pretty much everything that I remember because I had blocked it all out. Um, going back to this, now that we can talk about part one of this conversation, going back to it, it, it it's I cannot believe this was a theater movie. And I also cannot believe how much love this has gotten. But now we can talk about what you were talking about a little bit ago, linking up nostalgia. Nostalgia. I think that's what it comes down to. It's like we were we were just talking um, about how we were we were recently in Salem. It was like a bucket list thing for me. So you took me to Salem, and everything in Salem is hocus pocus related. I mean, it they. Was filmed there. Yeah, it was filmed there. So there's a Hocus Pocus house where Vanessa Shaw's character um, lived. Uh, Allison, her character was named Allison. And so that house is there. You can tell, like, just being in Salem that they definitely were there. They filmed it there. And, you know, I even recognized some of the buildings and stuff, even though it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was 
that made me feel like, oh, cool, you know, like watching this movie again. I was like, oh, look, we were just there. Oh, we were there. Yeah. You know, it and um, but the whole entire town is just you know very hocus pocus oriented. They have like a whole big convention and. Even Omri Katz, the actor in the movie, comes there. It's like they embrace it. Yeah, they really embrace it. So well, like so. What what I think is interesting is what I call the nostalgia effect, which South Park made member berries. Member berries, yeah. I've complained about the nostalgia factor for a very long time. I think people confuse nostalgia with incredible, and, yeah. and there's definitely a a a line between the two. Now. I have heavy nostalgia for a lot of crazy things, as, mm-hmm. as well as you do. Yes, I do. The problem is some people can't admit when nostalgia is affecting their review or their conversation or their viewpoint. Right. So I love movies and I love talking movies. I, I love it so much. And so I see a difference between reviewing and like loving I think that I can understand this love and then you can say, well, a movie is good or bad or or in between. And a lot of people don't seem to know how to do that. A lot of people say they love it or they hate it. So when nostalgia comes in play, people just completely jump between those two things. And for me, like something, a good example, I always bring up Godzilla or I bring mm-hmm. up comic books. Like... Some of like these things, just because I love a thing doesn't mean I think it's brilliant or the best thing ever made. Right. No, I can definitely sum that up. Like, I love Godzilla versus Megalon. <laughs> I talk about it, it is the cheesiest, dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say I love it, do I think it's a nine or a ten star movie? No. No. Do I even think it's a six? No. <laughs> it is terrible. And I love how cheesy and stupid it is. But I know it's not, you know, I, I don't want to say Citizen Kane because that's so used and so like cliche. Right. Yeah. But it's not my favorite movie ever made. It's not even close. It's not even in the conversation. <laughs> it's something that's nostalgia driven. I grew up on, couldn't get enough of as a kid. And I just love it because it's just so much fun. So that's different. That's separated. These people, people who love Hocus Pocus are... Grew up watching it very young, mm-hmm. loved it, and continued to defend it. And I think we've said yeah. this recently, dying on the sword type of thing, yeah. where no matter what, I love this thing and oh. there's nothing going to change my mind. Because a lot it's- of them are 90s kids and they grew up, you know, watching, you know, the, the Olsen twins and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and all of that, you know, other stuff that it's just so freaking 90s. Yeah. Um, what is it? What's the thing? If I can ask you, mm-hmm. do you think like what's a nostalgia thing that you will also you just think it's perfect and you've heard people say oh. it's bad? Oh my god! Like there's, I mean, I've not so not many. not like a movie that you know down deep. Oh, it's not that good. But a movie that you generally go, I love this movie. I don't know why other people don't. Like what's a movie like that? Not like you know what I mean? Like not like Dolls or. Or Teen something. Witch or... Yeah, Teen Witch. Something you know or even um, uh, Teen Wolf. Oh, like I Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Like, you, you know down to you, it's cheese I mean, oh, hell. It's just not course. great. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't, you know, say that like Teen Wolf and the Worst Witch and 
Teen Witch and all that stuff. You can't say that those are, you know, eight, yeah, nine that's what I'm star saying. movies. So what, what do you think is, a, like, just say, like, maybe we also do this, but okay. we don't know. Well, like, like, I mean, it's just like saying Back to the Future, you know? It's, it's no. That's, it's, it, it's so perfect. Every movie steals from it. Like, I can't, right. that but one, that one is a hard thing. one to fight with. If you, like, Back to the Future, I love. I, I it, love the Back to the Future series. I love it. But if you think about it and you, you think of, you know, you can literally name a million timeline problems with those movies. It's you like know? The, it's, it's the movie that, that did the time travel in a way that pop culture has stolen from forever. Yeah, it, it, I, now time travel has gotten so scientific. But Back to the Future was like the thing. Sci-fi, comedy. It had everything. It's hard to knock it. Right. Like, no, that's not what I'm, I'm trying like to say Greece here. I'm just or, saying that it's not It's not like, you know, a, a perfect film, though. You know? It's right. not. If, that, if that's one you think, because I don't think I've ever heard someone say they don't like it. Well, a lot of people will point out all the timeline problems, you know? Oh, I mean, okay. it's not. I think two and three are the ones that cause the problems. Yeah, probably you're right. But, um, you know, still, like a lot of. But it, it's just an 80s, you know. Yeah, because, like, for me, I've heard people do not like Muppets Take Manhattan. Now, I, I've heard that's got low ratings on IMDb. I don't get that. I think it's excellent. I don't I don't understand people who don't like the Muppets, first of all. They're I didn't know those people exist. National but treasures. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like with the nostalgia thing, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. like, I love Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. It is not a perfect show. It is very corny. It's made specifically for that nostalgia. It is, yes, it is all nostalgia mm-hmm. with all the cameos and everything. So, yeah, naturally, I'm giddy. I am, you know, just, ee, you know, oh, my God, look at that person who showed up. Oh, my God. And, you know, because I'm a Karate Kid person. I love the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with it. And yeah. so, naturally, I'm going to love Cobra Kai. I just, it's not, a, it's, there's a lot of corniness. There's a, pro- a lot of problems. But the nostalgia factor is so high that it literally just, it's, it's like the driving force for me. I'm just completely madly in love with the show because it's just all that nostalgia. I mm-hmm. love um, Ralph Macchio and I, I just, I love it. Yeah. So I, I understand people who love Hocus Pocus. I get that. I get it. I, you know, they grew up with this and this is their Halloween movie. You know, whereas we had other Halloween movies, you know, when we were growing up, it was different. True. So, you know, I get it. Every generation has their Halloween movie. And okay. it's like Elf for Christmas. Everybody loves Elf, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, it's kind of like that. So, I, you know, I do get it. Well, to me, I think what blows my mind is we just rewatched it again. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that this is something that, like... There's cheese pouring from every ounce of this film. Oh, my God, yeah. And I guess what blows my mind is, and yeah, sure, Muppets Take Manhattan might be, or Cobra Kai. That's true. They are, too. I don't even think it has the heart. I don't think it has... This is just me. I don't really understand why it's so loved. You know, I don't either. These characters suck. Okay, They're, I'm sorry. They yeah. just suck. Like Even the, the main heroes. The main heroes. God, like okay, Omri Cat's nothing against him, but the character 
Okay, his character of Max, I mean, he's just such a goober. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I, it just, I don't. Yeah, he's I forward. He's he, just he, ballsy. We, I mean, being ballsy is, is you know, whatever. You know, yeah, that's fine sure. to be ballsy. He's also a little weenie. You he, know, he gets his shoes stolen. He, he lights the black candle or whatever. And then he's the one that causes all this shit. But he, beyond he, that, though, the first moment we meet this character, he's crying. He's all, first off, he's new to a town. And the first thing he does is knock everybody in that town's yeah. thing that yeah. they love. He does. He starts out insulting the class. He insults the entire class and then asks <laughs> the girl to go out, like, give, call me up. Yeah, like, like here's my number. Like, I okay, just was what, a douchebag. When were you ever a Mac? First of all, you're you're like a little goober, and you have that terrible '90s haircut. It comes and out of nowhere. You it's just so insulted weird. everyone in the class, and you think that you're gonna. Start macking on this like pretty girl like that was just weird. Yeah. Here's my number if Jimi Hendrix ever comes to town yeah. or whatever. And then oh, he gets mugged, and then he goes home and cries like he's like I want to go home. You know that's such a thing in these movies back at, you know at this time. I'm gonna go home. You know I'm I'm gonna bitch about everything. And of course the little girl is the one that's like the boss. You yeah. Know? And then he goes like. I, I don't want to trick or treat. I don't like having fun. I just want to go home. I'm sick of everything. Oh, but I like this girl. And I'm like, if that if you like a girl, do you really go out of your way to be a douche? And I then know. she likes it. She does. And and it's so odd. I mean, the first introduction we see them again talking to each other, the sister's like, she likes he likes your tits. Yes, and oh she's my like, God. this is supposed to be out. a kids movie, and they mention boobs. What do they call them again? <laughs> Yabos. Yabos. I really like yours too. Of course, I couldn't wear anything like that because I don't have any. What do you call them, Max? Yabos. <laughs> Max likes her yabos. In fact, he loves them. I. Isn't that a song? Yabo, Yabo is a character in, oh, in Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> Yabo is, okay, okay. I love that movie too. Nostalgia. Um, uh, what the fuck is, that's the introduction to our character here. And that's our lead. Yeah, and his little sister, mind you, who plays, uh, who's played by Tora Birch. She's the most annoying little shit ever. I, yeah, I, I, I disagree with you on that one. But she's yeah. like, my big brother is here. And she he's almost gets him killed. And this. almost gets him killed. Yeah. <laughs> He almost gets then, his ass kicked. And then he's she's making fun of him through the whole movie for being a virgin. She doesn't even know what a virgin no, is. I mean... Like, what the... Fuck? Not only have we got Sarah Jessica Parker riding a broom In and, a very and sexually sexual posing. Way. Yes, with her boobs Then we out. also have constant conversation about virgins. Yeah. It's a weird film. It's a and weird It's a weird there's a real. There's a part in this movie that blows my mind. They, they go up to a cop. Right, and so they're like, "We need your help." He blew out a candle. He's a virgin. Now the cop gets up, right, and he goes, he takes him to the side and goes, "Are you a virgin?" What the fuck is happening? It was happening? so weird. When we find Why out, is he though, saying this that guy—he's he, not even a cop. He's not even a cop. He so was he's in just costume. a pervert. He's just a pervert, or he's just an asshole. You know, just giving a kid a hard time for being a virgin. It's so it's weird. It's so out of place and weird for a kids movie. Yeah, I, I just can't. To double down on that, the cat is. There's a cat in this movie, 
who is the cursed child from the opening from the past. Yes, whose sister gets killed. Yeah, and he saying goodbye when he's relieved from this world and his curse, he makes sure to give a very nice kiss to the little girl. Yeah. And it's fucking creepy. I mean, he gives her like a cute little peck it's on just, the cheek, but it's it's just still like it's just weird. weird. It's it, weird. He yeah. just slept with her, and she was holding him in bed. Like he is a man in a cat in a cat. Yeah, body. it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> He's still a guy. He's gonna be like, hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. The- and you know what the last thing he says in the movie is? Oh, some virgin blew out a candle. What the hell? I'm like, yeah. We're doubling down on this. I know. I I just. And I, I don't what have any words this? for like how this, it's just, there's so much weirdness in this movie. And you have three levels of women um, who play the Sanderson sisters who could not be more odd. And it's like, I, I mean, I know they're supposed to be because they're all, they're witches. Yeah, they're like the three but stooges. The freaking bus driver who picks them up is yeah, like yeah. such a pervy, disgusting. And Sarah Jessica Parker's bouncing on his lap. And yeah. she's driving the bus on his lap and he could not be more pervy and he's calling them the three of them like you know beautiful and sexy and it's just like this is so odd it's yeah. so weird it's weird bubble bubble i'm in trouble tell me friend what is this contraption i call it a bus a bus <laughs> and its purpose to convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most Forbidden desires. <laughs> well, Nancy, we desire children. <laughs> hey, that may take me a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. I'm falling up. Thank you. I need one of those instant ice packs. You girls are giving me a fever. It, like but, why? Why are why is this so over sexualized? This is a kids movie. <laughs> to double, <laughs> it's so hard to talk about because I, I I feel like what did I enjoy? Maybe I should tackle it that way. Okay. Rewatching it, reliving the experience. Did you enjoy anything about it? Doug Jones. Yeah. Although he looks like Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Uh, he, he he plays uh, the. The Billy, Billy. Yeah, he's like a zombie, zombie. and he yeah. is so great at physical stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, it's really nice to hear him talk when he can. Yes. There's a part in this famously, the special effect on it is so great. They created something in his mouth to hold the box, and then they cut the straps on his mouth, the stitches, and moths fly out. Mm-hmm. And he really did it. And God, is that cool looking. I'm, just watching it again, I was like, Wow, it looks really great. And I kept thinking, Doug Jones, he's a guy who just deserves all the credit. He's he's interesting. You know, that was fun. Beyond that, I mean, look, the three of them doing the Three Stooges thing is fun. They're fun when they're hitting each other and they're, they're being wacky. But what takes me out of it is they know current songs Okay, yeah, these are these are witches that were um, hanged in 1692, I guess. They've never the... seen anything. Yeah, and but they know everything. They know everything. Well, they don't when it's funny, right? But when they're, it's not funny to say like, oh, you know, breadcrumbs and uh, olive oil, or 
or corned beef or mention things that well, you had a lot of that back then. You had a lot yeah. of uh, breadcrumbs being used on uh, the. It what was the silly. F- what? It was silly. I, I, I don't know. I just. This is a hard movie for me to get my mind wrapped around why it's so popular. But I understand the nostalgia factor is the biggest part part of that. It's grown in popularity. It's become that everybody from the 90s, this is the same thing with Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. People love it because that's the first Star Wars they saw. And it, no matter what, it's amazing to them. And they're going to yeah. love it forever. And cool. That's your movie. That's your thing. And you know what? I'm never going to shoot that down. No. You know what? It's just for me, it's tough. And I really wanted to give it a second chance because I see so much love for it now. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely willing to give it a chance. And I love Bette Midler. It's hard to not like Bette Midler. I mean, she's great. She is great in it. She's hard to look at because she's supposed to be like all buck tooth and weird looking. It's like she does look weird, but it's like someone took an electrical wire and put it on Carrot Top's head. It was a weird choice. Insane to to make her like that. But you know, another weird choice that they made in the movie, um, the original, is that they made Penny and Gary Marshall, a married couple. Yeah, that's another creepy moment. Now, okay. Why, okay, you want to put your sister in the movie or, you know, whatever. Why do you have to make her your wife? Did he direct it? I, no. No. Did he? I, I don't, don't know. I don't think so. But either way, maybe he had something to do with it. Well, but... they're probably friends with Bette Midler. No, like... it's Kenny Ortega. Yeah, that's what I thought. But, I mean, just, just, come on. They had to make them husband and wife. It was so creepy so hearing weird. her say darling or love of my life or whatever she said to him. And again, this is another so scene weird. where Sarah Jessica Parker is like, coming dance with me. And yeah. he's like, dance. This older man is dancing with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah, and holding her, so, like, super close. And yeah. I'm just like, It's uh, so... It's like, what it's is... Just, I can see why when I was a kid, I was like, I'm confused. Yeah, there were a lot of cringy moments. There's a lot of cringy moments in it. Yeah. But, um... Oh, and also, can I point out the soundtrack? Now, it sounds like three movies in their soundtrack. And it is... It's so hard to get used to. It sounds like Batman... And it sounds like something. It sounds like Poltergeist at times. It's really, really strange. It threw me off. We debated who did the score, but we were both wrong. Yeah. You said Danny Elfman. I was like, that's who I think it is too. Yeah, we it, thought hands down that there, it, it was Danny be, Elfman you know, doing the score because it just sounded very Batman. It did. It F. sounded like a couple things that he has worked on, and it's not him at all. And that took me out of it too. So, the practical effects, not too bad. There's some fun little things. CGI for back in 93. Yeah. It, wasn't, it could look worse. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It, it could have been so much worse. I know. I think. Uh, of course, everybody's always going to point out Jurassic Park is about to come out. I think it might have came out in 94. No, I think Jurassic Park came out in 92. Oh, my gosh. It, it always, it's like Jurassic Park is the one movie that screwed everybody in the 90s. Of 93. Special it came out in 93. The same year. Yep. Same. I mean that's mind blowing. Me, you, you, no movie still to this day looks as good as Jurassic Park did in '93. It that's wild. But um, when they're riding on the brooms, I don't mind it's it. Fine. They look like they're having fun. Yeah. I give them credit. Um, if I had to review this movie and I had to give this a score, and we always review at a ten, it's a five. Okay, that's what I gave it to. Yeah, it's a, it's a five. I. I I think it's so mediocre. I think it's kind of forgettable in a weird way. It it doesn't it doesn't stick in my brain. It's not something that will linger. 
you know, and... Well, I mean, now that Hocus Pocus 2 has come out, it's. I feel like it's just going to be a huge revival of... It's already been What there. already is big. Yeah. Because you can't go to a mall without seeing it in windows no, of almost can't. every... You can't. You know. Yeah, and you, you literally can find merchandise in every store, everywhere, for is, Hocus Pocus. And, um... Which is, know. uh... You gave it a five, you said, so we can move to the second one. Yeah. But my last thought about the first one, just to end it, is mediocre like it is perfectly a five in the middling something that's just so forgettable it's whatever you know so moving on to the second one which we just talked about the costumes and how you can go to a mall and see the costumes i know shirts and all the merch the second one acts like it's in that world where we are right now yeah. where it's everywhere yeah. because everybody knows their sisters and everybody knows exactly how they dress well, yeah. With no reason, rhyme or yeah. reason to know that. Well, they do live in Salem. This is taking place in Salem. Again. Were there a lot of were there a lot of pictures? <laughs> were there a lot of pictures in Salem? Like just so I can tell what they what outfits, what color scheme they wore? That is a really good point. It's so stupid. It's, yeah, I mean you know, these the, you know, regular Polaroids. selfies. Polaroids definitely you know? existed yeah, at the time. Yeah, it's in sixteen ninety two. Yeah, so it seems like everybody knew exactly what they look like. So for Halloween and Hocus Pocus too, um, everyone's dressed. Everybody like knows. And now let's, I I gotta tackle this because we just marathon both movies, right? So to start off right off the bat, Joe asked me, "Do you think this one's gonna be better or worse?" And I said, "There's no way it could be better." And then I was completely shocked when the first 10 or so minutes or 15 minutes of this movie were actually pretty interesting. And I was like, huh, our new heroes are kind of likable. I get where they're going. I get where, they're, where these kind of kids are. And then the three sisters come back. Ah, up your children. Yes. Yep. And that movie, this movie takes a fucking dive. It does. Real quick. And I'm going to say what's wild about this is those those 50 minutes are shot well. Mm-hmm. They, they have an opening to flashback to explain the sisters. Kind of cool. Like, oh, they're exploring. Why are they so evil? Right. Still don't really explain we, it enough. They don't really explain it enough, they're just, no. They're evil because evil. And it... We right off the bat we get Tony Todd uh, and Tony Hale. I said Tony Todd. God, could you imagine? You're how just cool that in a horror. Been? You're in a yeah. horror state of mind. Tony Hale, who I think is very funny, and the guy just kind of radiates comedy. Yeah. And he can do something stupid, and he gets cheesy dialogue. It's all dumb dialogue, but all automatically really funny, right? And not so bad. Same thing goes for another actor. I'm forgetting his name, but he runs a the shop which is the old house that the witches used to live in. And he runs it. And he is also really eating up the scenery and the dialogue and everything. And mm-hmm. he's having a good time, too. And the main actresses, the, there's two actresses. Yeah, well, let's, well that, that actor is uh, Sam Richardson. Okay, Sam Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing a good job. And these two girls, the, the two new heroes or two main leads. Yeah, their, their characters name are Becky... Becca and Izzy. They're both um right off the bat. You're like, okay. Yeah, they're cute. They're going through something in high school where one of the girls is dating and they feel detached from their friendship. Okay. It's shot well. It looks good. It's, you know, I'm already liking this. 
But then the movie kicks into the gear where we have to get the Hocus Pocus characters. And so we kick in, we, the three sisters show up, and they instantly are singing. Instantly. They're instantly singing a song they don't know the lyrics to because they weren't alive for these lyrics. Yeah. And you're automatically like, I don't like, know what this on. is. Like, I don't know what kind of, what, what are they going for humor-wise? Like, you know, maybe you're, whoever's listening to this is probably like, Scott, shut the fuck up and just enjoy yourself. I want to. I really I want but we to. We both looked at each other. We're like, they know the lyrics to one way or another. Oh, that happens later, right? What's I don't remember the first song they sang, but what? Here's where is I, I put a spell on you or something? Oh, maybe that was. I don't or was know. that the first movie? That's the first one. I don't freaking remember. I think the first one is I put a spell on you. Uh, okay. And the then, second one is that... one way or another. But there was another song in the opening here where they showed up. Oh, it was something like "We're back." It was like a whole song about it. Right. God. And I don't even remember. The movie like actually cuts ago. past it. The movie cuts past while they're singing. The two new leads kind of run off and they're like, okay, we got to get the hell out of here. And she jumps in <laughs> front of them. And I thought that was really funny. So here's where the movie shockingly gets so unbelievably bad. It becomes a Walgreens ad. Yep, it sure does. The, a good chunk here, like 10 minutes takes place in a Walmart, uh, Walgreens. Yeah, it does. And you know, I mean, I did laugh actually a couple selling times. Con- like selling products. They are. Yeah, I did laugh though. I did when Kathy and the Jimny like drank the beauty oil. They, yeah, they, I think there was Sister Parker and it, she was, yeah. she had a face mask and she was eating. Oh yeah, mask. Kathy and Jimny was eating the face yeah, mask. Yeah, you made me laugh too. She said something about this is a kid's face. Yeah. And they were eating it. it kids' was, faces I mean, taste good or those, those scenes when they're kind of being like diabolically cute. But they're actually shopping the aisles. They say, look at the numbers of the aisles. That's how you find the products. And then yeah. they find the products. It's like, holy shit. It, it was just The movie a just became an ad. ad. Yeah. And I was like, this is why it wasn't released in theaters. They didn't have enough faith. And then they got all of the money to make the movie in advertising. Yeah. That's depressing. <laughs> I could not believe we were sitting there. And I was... Holy shit, did we just walk into a commercial? Did yeah. the movie take a pause and we were just watching commercials Absolutely. Now? It was one one commercial for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and it gets... And to leave that, Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't have a broom. She's reading. She's riding a Swifter. A, Swif, <laughs> a Swifter. A right? Swiffer. A Swiffer? Whatever. The Swiffer. And the then Swiffer. Kathy and then Jimny gets... Has Roombas? She has Roombas on, on her, her feet. feet? And... I was, and the Roombas make noises like they're R2-D2. I, I don't know what's happening. Right? I don't know either. And <laughs> they keep running into other women dressed exactly like them. Right. And like, again, how do these people know what they look like? I can't. Hey, who, who knows? And then it also panders to everything that's going on in the world right now. The movie. It keeps pandering. There is a um, a drag queen contest. Yes. And they, they go to it and enter it. That's a scene in the movie. Like, but the this drag doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like a real like, scene. It feels so fake. It feels fake. And, you know, it's like they, the drag queens are at some kind of contest. To look like them. As the Sanderson sisters. Like, I guess whatever, um, whoever has the best uh, Sanderson sister costume will win. And so the, the actual sisters get on stage 
And then they start singing and dancing. Yeah, but uh, and again, everybody <laughs> knows that the one sister has a green color scheme. Every every the other sister has this color scheme. It's like yeah, it's holy like, shit! What how, is happening? How here? do you know? Yeah. Like I, I just it's, it, it's just bonkers. Even the way that they got released is forced. It, it's insane because virtually a character who's a good guy just is like yeah, I want to release them. Yeah. I, I all the stories about how I tell everybody how they're bad guys and that's my living, what I do for a living. Yeah, I, I, I'm paying attention to that. They're just good people. They just got a bad rap. Yep. What? Yeah, so he tricks the two young girls um, into basically releasing them with the black flame candle and all that. Yeah. And so blah, 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 same shit. They keep recycling all the same things. Yeah, this time they just want to attack. Oh, and this is this is a new, we got to talk about this. This is a new um, cliche that movies won't stop using and it's getting really bad now. I'm noticing in everything where back in the day, the ancestor looks exactly like the ancestor in the present yes, time. Yes, we've mentioned this before where they literally, I mean. Let's face facts. We're it, in a time now where everybody's going to screw each other into a completely <laughs> different look. Yeah. There's no I mean, effing way that Tony Hale looks yeah. like Tony Hale from the 1600s. Right. So yeah. he's supposed to be from like the 1600s. Is it the 1600s? Yes. I think we're getting yes. it. Okay. 1600s. Uh, from, from 1600s in the, Sal- in the Salem village. And he's still the mayor. And he's, well, he was like the preacher back then. Yeah, which was like so, the head of the community. Yes. He was yeah. the head of the community. Still the head of the community. And his name's Trask. And so then, like, you know, all these years later. He would have to have slept with his sister for eternity to look like himself. And to have the same position in the same town. He's amazing. Even though they cursed him when he was back in before. Yeah. It's like, what? Why? Why why do they have have to to do this? Why? Why do you have to make the freaking ancestor look exactly the same as the person today it's it's so ridiculous and they do gonna, it in movies all the time we hate it and i'm gonna say tony hale's plot line of just wanting a candy apple was more interesting to me than the whole movie than the whole movie i know well we've talked about how the sisters go on the run they they're trying to get revenge on the mayor and that's the plot this time around yeah. Not the fact that maybe we should get revenge on the kids who killed us last time. Yeah. They're not even in this. No. So they're just like, we got to move on because those kids wouldn't come back because they. I heard that they asked uh, Birch and she said no. Yeah, I mean, what's the reasoning? Yeah. That one kid is probably like begging, please put me in this damn movie. The one that goes to the convention. Conventions, yeah. Um, but like, honestly, I, I just, it's the same recycled. When I say recycled, I'm not even kidding you that she literally, Sarah Jessica Parker, says again, amak, amak, amak. Oh, every I mean, joke every is hit. Every joke is recycled. I smell children thing is overplayed again. I mean, it's just, it, it's just every, it, all the jokes are recycled. We have to admit, though, them smacking, her, Bette Miller smacking the two of them. Is fun. When she punched Sarah she Jessica Parker in the, the face. face, I lost it. Yeah. I lost I it. I thought that was funny. Um, there were some m- moments in this where I was like, oh, okay. That, that's a chuckle. But, I mean, otherwise, it was just one big, you know, recycle of the same crap. Yeah. And, and uh, But we, can we talk about one a good thing that I thought was, you know, I should mention. Oh, there's so many things to talk about here. Yeah. There is... We'll talk about how many years later this is. Okay, it's it's a, a lot of years later, and 
I think that Kathy Najimny looks the best out of all of them. I think she looks great. She's 65 and she just looks amazing. She lost the weight. She lost the weight. Which is funny. And she, I don't know if you caught this, but there's a scene in the movie because um, I heard that she has a hard time doing the mouth. Yeah. So on the same side. So they did a scene where Bette Midler slapped her in the face and her mouth changed to the other side. Ah. So yeah. that's how they like, kind of right. like fixed that. And but, uh, they changed Sarah Jessica Parker so her boobs were not out at this time. Yeah, they really um, got away from that, which was did. funny. There which, was a part, though, that it seemed like they were going to do it again because she looked like it was lower all of a sudden, but no, there was no sex appeal there. It and was they like, overdid her makeup. They did, like, really bad eyebrows yeah, on her. Really bad They're eyebrows. Like, huge. Um, she, she was, um, yeah, I mean, she basically was just the same... There's I think they still looked amazing. They still I mean, look yeah. like them. I like, think, that, yeah, that's what I was getting at. They yeah. they actually did look really good. And Bette Midler is what, what is she seventy six? She, I mean, come on, she looks great. And she being great. up for this still is fun. And they were up there dancing, and yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, they 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 did great. They yeah. really did. Um, it, this it's just not an ideal movie. No, or it, plot. You had brought up the uh, when they were on stage, they sang again, and they, they did. Um, one, yeah, yeah, one way or another, and and it, it, again, and it's like oh, I cannot believe they're they're doing this again. They they need them to sing. I know Bette Midler's a singer, yeah, and they just want her to sing. Yeah, I don't know if they but, asked you know, for this. It would have made more sense to me, and I'm sure that I'll probably so get crap for this. But honestly, if they were gonna go up there and sing, it would have made more sense for the kids of today. To, you know, for them to sing a song that was more famous, you know, like something from, you know, I don't know, somebody's an artist today, if they sang. But to do a, a Blondie song from the early 80s, I'm like, okay. Yeah, but now you know what's really popular, the 80s. Right, the 80s is coming back, which... The 80s has never gone away. 80s well, for me it hasn't. The, uh, yeah. But look at Stranger Things. Every yeah. thing that's popular... Is embracing the 80s heavily. That's true. There's so many things now just constantly talking about the 80s. Um, but beyond that, um, Doug Jones comes back and yep. Doug Jones gets more lines this time. He's allowed to mm -hmm. talk and he's allowed to act. And you know yeah. what? Bless them because the guy needs to get more of that. I know. You know, he's great. And he doesn't get enough recognition in my opinion. I agree. I think he's great. And um, apparently, you know... He he actually got some screen time in this. They, they let him but, do a lot more yeah. in this one. I um, thought he was really good. Yeah, the, I'm telling you, these stunt performers, these body performers, they need to get recognition. I think they constantly get screwed over. These, I, I wish I knew every single one of these uh, stunt performers' names because they deserve it. Um, in all these movies we watched, we were talking about. Uh, we saw another movie and we were talking about the stunts, and I'm like. Give these people some credit. Give yeah. them in a damn award, you know? Like the like uh what was it, Andy Circus? Give these guys some they I, deserve I think what that, they um, get. You know, they deserve definitely mocap and stunt people. I think that they're like they're geniuses. They're underutilized and it's really yep. good to see one of them because Doug Jones, like famously in the Hellboy movies, wasn't even allowed to use his own voice, but David Hyde Pierce was doing the voice for his Abe Sabine character. Yeah. And even David Hyde Pierce didn't want his name on the movie because he thought Doug Jones deserved it because that's Doug Jones was doing the acting. Amazing, And right. that's amazing. And um, 
Yeah, I, 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 you, you I want to see that more, but they should definitely get more recognition because they're 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 brilliant. Yeah. So now green screens in this movie. Oh God. Okay. So can we talk about the special effects in Hocus Pocus too? I feel like they were worse than the the original. Yeah, some sometimes, sometimes I mean, the green screens are getting silly. heavily used to fake Salem much more in this one. Yeah. It looked so green screen all the time. There's so many yep. scenes that it, was like, oh, that just looks bad. But in the original, it didn't look like there was any green screen there because at all. Because they were doing they real were location shots. Literally filming well, at real homes and real places. And they were probably filming a lot of like universal lots and stuff like that. Yeah. But, or whatever lot, you know. I, I think this is a Disney project. So I guess uh, Disney yeah. lots and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the same here. It feels like. We are really embracing green screen now heavily, and it does doesn't it does look like that uncanny valley type of thing when you look at the background. You're like, look behind, it looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask you a question? This is a weird one, and this is gonna change the subject a little bit. Do you feel that these movies are good for what Salem is trying to educate people about? No. Yeah, right? I don't. And isn't that odd? I mean, we were just there and we learned so many horrific things and just... The Salem Witch Trials is so awful it's what happened. fucking awful. And, and they're it, like, I feel like they're, they're, the, these movies are like glamorizing, you know... It's basically saying that witches are real, which is all against what really happened. It's like... Right. No, this was a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. People got tricked into... And all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But this hammers down saying, oh, the witch trials were kind of justified because these people existed. Right. And it's like, right. yeah. it's odd. And especially, I think, they're using real names of certain people. I don't know that. Uh, I, I felt like in the first one they were using real names of certain people. I mean, we just learned all about this. And I, I don't, I, I do recall yeah. a lot of the names. And I don't, I, I don't, I didn't pick up on any of the names being used. Did you know... I'm just like at that whole banner. Uh, the more you know comes to pass. Uh, that Sarah Jessica Parker is actually related to one of the last. Yes. Uh, like one of her, like her great grandmother's something or other. Like something like they, like 10th removed. Yeah, or she found something. out when she was doing this. She did yeah. like a, a tat, like a whole DNA tree thing. And she uh-huh. found that she was related to one of the witch trials ending. Yeah. One of the women that was uh, accused. That's, That's crazy. fascinating. That's, it is fascinating. Um. Anyways, but yeah, I just, I can't, I can't help but think about, I don't know if this is good. I mean, I don't think it is. For it. And it's weird that Salem embraces it so much because it's virtually the opposite. It's perpetuating this stereotype about these women. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. And that is one thing that I just didn't get when I was there in Salem. I was like, well, you know, Hocus Pocus is a freaking joke. You know, like, what do you put, I mean, I know it was just because it was filmed there and it's about witches, Yeah. but it has nothing to do with, you know, it's just goofy. It's just a goofy movie. It's it's weird because uh, I see Dahmer getting talked about so much, right? Like, everybody's like, is this good for the narrative? Is this whatever? And it's like, well, Dahmer was trying to not only talk about, like, mental illness and, you know, uh, not being able to, you know, not listening to people and how people need to listen to each other more. It's also about the victims and it's about mm-hmm. the people who are affected by it, the families. It's trying to do all of that. At least it's trying to, hey, there's more to this story. And they're tri- yeah. they're trapping people in to it because people gravitate toward these serial killer things. Here, everybody's mad about that show, though. 
But here, everybody's like, yay, witches. I know. It's, it's like, you know, people died. Like, yeah. people, like a lot of people lot died. Of, innocent, innocent people, innocent people, were, people killed. were killed. It's kind of insane. Uh, I don't know. It, it's an odd one to me, and I couldn't help but think about it during the movies. I know. I, I think about it, too. I, I know maybe it's getting a lot, too much of, like, a serious note right now. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, 200 people were accused during that. Mm-hmm. 19 people were killed. Yeah. I mean, innocent people, and, including and, a little kid. And those are the, just the ones we know of. You yeah. know what I mean? Those are just the famous ones that were put on trial and killed. It's yeah. just like... So many people were getting, you know, killed for having beliefs or doing things out of the norm because people were turning on them. It's kind of nuts. But whatever. I just couldn't stop thinking about that during this movie. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe Salem embraces this movie so much. I mean, Salem does. uh, I mean, I love Salem. I think it's a beautiful town. And uh, but I will say that, you know, they do embrace the just witches in general, you know, like even the TV witch, you know bewitched elizabeth montgomery yeah. she has a commemorative statue there that's, that's right too and I forgot things about like that. that you know like it it's just witches in general it's just the witch culture and also a lot of occult things you know there are a lot of shops and museums yeah for the occult yeah so it's not just witches it's just it's just a very like occult type town well they're kind of embracing all those stereotypes is what i'm saying yeah they are they are well that's weird um and it's a very very old old place you know so like there's so much history there i mean tourism is very important and money money makes the world go round. but still i mean yeah yeah, whatever but it is i do agree with you about that i think it's like okay you know it it's not it's not what you know you kids are supposed to be learning about you (laughs) You kids you kids hey you kids out there (laughs) Get serious <laughs> with just another movie night. <laughs> We're going to teach you all about the Salem yeah. Witch Trial. People died. Get serious about it. Serious. Sons oh. of bitches. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this movie happened. Yeah, I got to tell you something. I really didn't like it as much as the uh, original. I, I think it's right up there. It's the same thing. No, I gave, I, it, I gave it a four. No. Yep. Really? Yep. Did You, you didn't think that the leads, the, the main heroes, were funnier or, or more interesting? Than the ones in that first one? No. Wow, I do. Not really. I mean, they're just like, you know, teenage girls. Eh, just whatever. I, I I understood them. They knew what they wanted to do. They were learning about themselves. They were embracing, you know, who they were. It was about, you know, becoming yeah, no, one I get and that. understanding and like the sisterhood and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I like that. I get that message. The first one was like, I like your boobs. Let's date. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. I, that's that's that movie. That's I the mean, plot of those I mean, if I had characters. to put them both, I I would, I mean, I guess I would give them both a, no, I'm going to give this one a four, simply because wow, I can't I stand it. how they recycle everything. Everything is always recycled in sequels. Well, it's like rewatching the, the, the freaking Coming to America movie. When yeah. they redid that, every goddamn note was and a recycle. That's the nostalgia factor embarrassing. we're talking about. That's like, Cobra Kai in a nutshell, though. But, I mean, it is. It is I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's just, I can't get behind the second one simply because it, it was just so goofy it was goofier than the first one with the singing and the, the singing dancing. happened in the first one and dancing happened in the first one too i know it's but just then they just recycled time. all the same jokes and even the dialogue the same dialogue that they were using the same lines i'm yeah. like come, on. come See, on i mean i can't believe you're going that low because to me this is exactly on par with the first one i felt like both had something that was a little interesting 
except here, it I don't do the points, so I'm gonna stay at a five. But I feel like this would be a couple points above the first one, and the only reason I say that is because I I don't I think that the hero characters are more interesting, and I I or at least more relatable and right. more realistic. I'll, I'll give you that. I also I'll feel like the that. directing is a little better. Oh, yeah. There's some stuff, especially yeah. this open 15 minutes, it's like, this is not bad looking. This is pretty interesting looking. Yeah. And Tony Hale's little plot line of getting a candy apple is funny. Yeah. But and the, you uh, know, that... although it's stupid and cheesy and out there, it, it's so stupid and thrown away. And the, Wal- the uh, Walgreens ad, I'm like, oh, Yeah, that, I mean, that's one of the, it, keep, it kept going like a roller coaster, like, like yeah. huh? Yeah. and so uh, here we are again um but uh, and what was the other thing there was a couple other things oh um there was a stupid but there was a dumb football player boyfriend and he just kind of made me okay another cliche Be- being explained that you're a bully and yeah. him not really knowing that he was saying bully things and he right. felt bad about it, that made me laugh. I yeah. thought that was I was like, that's stupid. I mean, there was but some, it's funny. Like, you know, cute little, like, uh-huh, you know. You there know. was a lot. Of, I, to me, there was, like you said, there was a couple moments where we laughed pretty hard. Like when he she punched her in the face and, and her eating the mask and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, I there's, guess you're right. I there's mean, a ton of things that suck. All too. right, so like, you're trying to swaying me now. I mean. Don't, I, hey, believe me. I, I'm sure if we listen to all the reviews after we, we record this and we actually go investigate this, I'm sure people are going to hate this one less. Or, or well, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say people hate this one more because it's not the thing that they love. But it almost is exactly the thing that you love. I agree. The three but people leads. are going to notice the, there's certain people who are going to po- point out the pandering. And there's also going to be people who point out the Wal- Walgreens ad and hate that stuff so much that they can't get over it. And I, I agree with them it, because it quite the ridiculous. ad is very bad. And also the pandering is very bad. There's a part where they, they look in the window at one point and someone's, and they're watching their own movie. Like they're watching the first movie. I, I'm like, yeah, what, what like, is what, happening? What is this? Like, yeah. what, what does this happen? Yeah, like, well, what the- well I'm, I just, the whole time I kept going, this is odd, you know? But yeah, uh, I, and it's only because Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall both passed away that they were trying to pay tribute to them by having them on TV and then having the next scene two people dressed to them as in cosplay, yeah. which is also really strange that people would dress like them. Um, yeah, it was bizarre. I mean, I don't know. I, I find I, I find this movie um, corny and oh, I, without a I doubt. mean, oh. I, I I gotta say though, I wasn't as entertained in this one as I was the first one. But I think it's only because I've seen the first one when you, know. you were younger. Too. Yeah, so uh, you didn't have the torture that I had. I know I did not have that uh, trauma, but I will say that I, I, you're right. You're right. The three leads in the second movie were much better and much more likable than the three in the first one. I thought that those three returns. I sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say it. Yeah, it was overly I, dramatic too. We didn't even talk yeah. about that in the first one when they when they they finished at the end and and they. The people were leaving, like, like the cat was leaving into heaven or whatever the hell. Yeah, going. and they were like crying and staring off and smiling, and they're waving awkwardly. They don't know what they're filming. You know, it's just yeah. like you can see that the actors are like, oh, okay, bye. It's like the ET moment, yeah. but the lead actress is like, what am I doing? <laughs> well, um, also we we need to um, discuss how um, horror movie and you know in general cliches, movie cliches. And we can't stand when the villains get a happy ending. 
And that yeah, is what yeah. we discussed in our Munsters, you know, Rob Zombie thing. You're right. Is that the villains, and they are the villains. Yes, they the are Sanderson bad people. The Sanderson sisters are villains. They... They're established child killers. They are child killers. And they got a happy ending in Hocus Pocus 2. It is very odd. And you know what? Thank you for bringing that up. Um, it's still going to stay right there with the mediocre, no matter what. But... I'm not going to dive down with it because I've seen way worse. Yeah, no, we have. I'm just saying that that's one of the things we can't stand in movies in general is when the heroes get glorified or the uh, villains get glorified, excuse me, um, where at the end they get their happy ending. It's like, okay, well, you know, you're going to leave our realm and you're going to go and join your sisters, uh, you know, instead of them getting what they deserve for being evil. Yeah. They all get to be together in their utopia. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck right. is this? You they, know, they what are a, you teaching children? And to double down on that, the pandering comes in that the three new leads are now going to be them. Yep. And they're like walking like them, like they're enjoying them. They just almost died by them. Yeah. Yep. It, it's... And so now it's like, ooh, look, we're going to just emulate them. Yeah, and, it's, and it's Okay, what are you teaching kids? What are you teaching kids? I, I, I don't understand these movies. And, and that's a Disney problem. We can, we got to talk about that too because Disney has an obsession with heroizing their villains. They've been doing that for a while now, and it's getting very odd. And we, we already have a Maleficent movie. Mm-hmm. We have a, uh, a 101 Dalmatian spinoff, um, Cruella. Where they heroize these villains. Yeah. Cruella is a dog murderer. Yeah. And tried to kill them. And Maleficent is a fucking murderer. She she killed a baby. Yeah. And then they tried to justify the means. Yeah. And I keep going, who, why? Why are we doing this? Are we going to get the Hades movie? Are we going to, like, justify (laughs) Hades? Yeah. what, What is... Where are we heading with this? And we, we were laughing because a lot of people love Cruella. And my biggest problem with that was in Cruella, there's another villain, right? Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. You're heroizing the villain of this other movie that she was a villain in by making a movie about her while making a new villain to have that villain fight mm-hmm. and make that villain look worse. So mm-hmm. are we down the line? We're going to get a movie about that villain too? I know. I can't take it. It's, I, it's, what, it's, what is it's, the cycle? What I'm are you trying to get at? Like it, it's just, there's so much, uh, it's ridiculous how they just keep glorifying these these bad guys. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you doing? It's it's friggin' weird. It's really strange. We, we, we need to actually tell people villains are bad. Yeah. And we shouldn't be... We shouldn't like look up to these killers and these characters. Like, we need to be stopped. Like, we grew up in a time where, you know, princes and princes. And I know that that stereotype needs to go away. And I'm down with that because pe- good people need to be good people and right. bad people need to be bad people. Sure, some bad. That's like there's a gray line there. But when they start becoming murderers and killers. Mm-hmm. They need to go to jail. They need to. They need to get you know out of the picture right. in any way that they can, and they need to be shown as that is wrong. Yep. But to make a movie and go and say, yeah, but there's a reason for it. Is that really fair? Is that really fair? Because you're like, we're forgiving you. I know. It's it's like this. Just goes along with my whole Little Mermaid 
um, thing. It's like, first of all, um, Ariel's the villain, okay? <laughs> well, I mean... She is the uh, villain. She's... Ursula does trick her into it. Well, she signed away her, yeah. her voice. Ur Ursula's virtually a car dealership uh, person. <laughs> Tricking you into signing something, and then you don't pay. And yeah. then you kill that car dealership guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah. That's, that's that movie. It's like when you, you buy a Porsche, but... You you get the family trucks yeah. right? there. There's there's a they're gonna have little print that you're signing. They're gonna screw you over regardless. The guy at the dealership's gonna screw you over regardless. They know that they're getting you. Yeah. But you can't go and stab a boat into their chest at the end of the you know. That's you, true. You can't you drive know, the car into them at the end. You signed a contract, you signed a little bitch. Okay. Yeah. And so you gave her your voice yeah. and, and yes, she's an evil sea witch, and yes, she's gonna use trickery, but you signed over your voice, and you signed a contract, a binding agreement, yeah. you little shit. And now you're going to act like, you know, she's the one that's going to get impaled? Bullshit. You know what? I'm sorry. To our listeners, Little Mermaid's a piece of shit. Anyway. You used to love it. I remember you used to love Little Mermaid when we first met. And then we started talking about this. Because you like, know why? Ursula. Because I thought that Prince Eric, he was different than the other princes. He wasn't a freaking bougie, hoity-toity, blonde asshole he was a you know a fun loving guy who hangs out with his you know sailing crew and you know plays music and just you know i don't know about those out, sailors hangs out with his dog those filthy beggars driving <laughs> and he port was a, to port he was he was like a, he had black hair he was a different yeah, i like I, prince I, eric i had a crush on prince eric well, so prince eric just falls in love with the redhead that he sees yeah but then the best thing about it is how freaking superficial is he, though? Because he liked Ariel because she was so pretty and she had such a lovely voice. But it wasn't when he met the Sea Witch in disguise. It was like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to go with her because, you know, she yeah, can and why speak. Yeah, and why do you want him back? Right. If you're the Little Mermaid, why do you want him back? And also, can we talk about... Um, does she, does he, she put him under a, a, a spell? No. I'd have to revisit this movie. No, she can speak. Okay. No, I'm saying this. Ursula put the right, prince under a spell. Right, that's what I'm saying. She speaks and Ariel doesn't. So that's why he oh, automatically like, thinks that. Oh. And she's wearing the thing around her neck. You know, the shell. And um, also, can we talk about child marriage? Okay, first of all, Ariel's 16 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and they get married at the end. And she comes out of the, of the ocean with her legs in like this glittery, slutty gown. Okay, first of all, Little Mermaid is bad. It's bad. It is you not Can you imagine how teaching... bad she smells? Yeah, ew. Ew. But first of all, she, you know, she uses a dingle hopper, so her hair always looks wonderful. She does use a dingle hopper. But honestly, I don't understand the freaking Little Mermaid love anymore. I am sick of it. What are we talking about here? I don't know. We're supposed to be talking about Hocus Pocus. Oh, too. yeah, that movie exists. This is what happens. All right, anyway, we're going to wrap villains, it up. Villains, 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 villains. Yeah. Villains getting away with it. Villains getting justified. Villains getting a nice ending. Will they come back for a third one? No. I don't think so. No, they can't. Will they move on and make the new Hocus Pocus? Well, you know what? If they make a new Hocus Pocus with the new three girls, okay, I'm... No one will return to watch it. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. No, but because they want the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, but Bette Midler is literally 80. She's not going to yeah. do it anymore. It's That's just like it. uh, the fa um, Force Awakens when everybody's like, oh, Han Solo. Oh, Han Solo. You know, and yeah. it's like, oh, shit. Right. I don't like what they did to him. And right. it's like, you know what? They got to move the fuck on. 
He's oh, but you 80 can't. Years you know, old. Yeah, you Can we can't. Get away from you this can't now? say that to Star Wars fans. Uh, you can't because unfortunately, it's just you can't. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And I hate that saying. And I don't know why I'm using it. Why can't you have your cake and eat it too? Well, if I bake the cake, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. And I'm gonna take it with me wherever <laughs> I fucking want. How about that? Anyways, so you can't. You, know, you honestly can't have it both ways. You can't have. I want nostalgia. I want my favorite characters back. But then you also want to move on. Right. So move on. And I think that's why no one will come back for a third one if they get away from these three sisters and they have new characters. Yeah, I, I think it's over at this point. I mean, they waited, what, 30 years to do they this? They really dragged it out. And I mean, even Bette Miller was shocked about it. Like, why are we not doing this? For years, yeah. she was asking. I mean, it, it's just, you know what it seems like? It's like when you wait that long, the only movie that I've seen recently that this has worked out for when you wait 30 years to make a sequel is Maverick. That movie actually nailed it. It but works. Yeah, It and worked it, out. But this one, if you wait 30 years, I mean, honestly, we all know Tom Cruise. He doesn't age. He's like a freaking android or a vampire or something. But obviously, these three women aged. Yeah. So you can't wait this long and have them be the same, you know, the way they were. But, I mean, they did a decent job of, of trying. Yeah, know? I agree. I, I mean... I think they did fine. Yeah, they did fine. And I feel like there's some stuff there that's interesting, but I, I don't know. I don't know how to even say anything else about it. It's a five, a five out of ten times two. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna give it a five as well. Like, are so, you? Am I changing you? Yeah, yeah, you are. You change me. Um, I'm going with five a, and five. Like, it's kind of like four. Like I don't know. It, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. No, it's not great. It's very forgettable. It's perfectly yeah. in the middle. Well, you had you had me changed when you said that the three main leads in this um, in part two were better than the original, and you're 100 percent right. That just swayed me over. It is a five because of that. Yeah. I, I can't stand the three leads in the original movie. Yeah, and I and I would say there. So I will admit that there's a problem here with the, the two leads. You know, and the third one's hardly in the movie. The three, the two main leads in this one are barely set up, but the other two are just so superficial. They're going to date. That's, that's their characters. We got to do this. We're going right. to date. Yeah. We screwed up. I don't believe in Halloween. Right. That's it. You know? Yeah. And that, that's, that sucks, you know? Yeah. But to have the, like, I do like them, you know, she's learning that she is, she has powers too. She might be a witch and all that. You know, she is, and they have the sisterhood and they, they, they can combine, they can do good things together and kind of stuff like that. And together we're stronger. Mm-hmm. It's at least they're trying to do a message. Yeah. At least it's trying to talk about something. But I, I give them a little credit for that. But uh, yeah, to, to whatever. I, I just, uh, I face my fears. I face, <laughs> I'm I very face proud their, of their you. witches. I face the three witches that have haunted me for years. I feel like we've made a lot of progress. And I feel like you're, this house is clean. I just don't want to see her buck tooth anymore. Her well, it's teeth. over now. You can move on. You've you've revisited it. You've you've overcome your demons, and you've you've come you've you've conquered everything. You've climbed the mountain, and you've you've gone all the way to the top. And now we can let it go. We can just free ourselves, and it's it's it feels great. It feels great. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, thank you for listening to we did our some talking trash. Pocus, pocus. We did some ranting. review and yeah. new review. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.